Welcome to the Region by Own Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Team Felix Turcotte, a certified integrative health practitioner, level one and two, certified in blood chemistry and functional lab testing. I love helping people with GI issues, weight loss, mold exposure, heavy metals, misters problems, and health optimization. I love helping people get to the root cause of their health struggles and simplify healing. Ready to transform your health? Go to regionbiome.com and click book a call. All the support is greatly appreciated. If you enjoy, please write a five-star review on iTunes or the platform of your choice. Enjoy the podcast and please share this with anyone that this would help. Welcome to episode two of the Region Bound Podcast. I'm so excited to be sharing this great episode today on a topic that we don't hear a lot about, carnitine deficiency and why should you pay extra attention if you choose to go on an animal-free diet. So again, as a reminder, before we get started, any of the information shared in the podcast should not be taken as medical advice and is for learning purposes only. Always refer to your medical doctor before making any changes to your diet or supplement regimen. Let's dive in. As I mentioned in the previous episode, I followed a vegetarian and vegan diet for almost two years back in 2017 to 2018. So one thing that nobody ever told me about was carnitine and why is it even more important when you are going on a strict animal free diet which I have no clue about. I'm not here to dictate whether or not you should eat meat or go on a vegan or vegetarian diet. That is your choice. You do what you want, but you gotta understand some fundamentals when you choose to go on a specific diet that are more restrictive of certain nutrients. So what I believe is that we need a diet that gives us nourishment from all of the above and to eat in seasons. There's a time for higher protein, there's a time for higher fats, there's a time for higher carbohydrates, and I think having a blend of all of these incredible macronutrients is truly essential. The best diet out there is the best diet that works for you and your own body's blueprint. When I went on a strict vegan diet, in the past, it was due to the typical documentary that you would see on Netflix that literally completely broke my heart. I was bawling my eyes out. I felt that I needed to stop eating animal products, that I was a villain, that I was an awful person to do so because of the way they were, the way that the animals were being treated. So it truly plays with your mind and there's no doubt because <laughs> it certainly did on mine. But on the other hand, Nobody told me that there were actual farmers doing it the right way, like biodynamic farming, regenerative agriculture, which is very different from conventional farming. So to make decisions of a documentary that is pushing such agenda to me is not completely telling the truth, but only one side of the picture, which I, by all means, I do not endorse conventional farming at all whatsoever, whether it's from poultry, from pigs, so pork or beef, does not matter what animal it is. I don't care. I do not support it. But what I'll say, I support small farmers, farmers that do it the right way. So, but again, we, we, we get to do it for 
our own reasons whether or not we choose to eat meat but we need to understand that whether or not we eat meat then there's also potential uh, consequences of not having certain key nutrients on a, on a day-to-day -day basis in our diet so again critical thinking and informed consent is so important so I encourage you to even question some of the things that I say right and to start seeking information so that you can gain knowledge to make your own judgment and have a full picture I encourage everyone to go out there study look learn look at some research there's incredible books more than ever we have Oh my gosh so much information at the fingertips but again we have to filter through that but what resonate with you right so i think it's so important enough said let's talk about carnitine an essential nutrient that the body requires for specific systems pathways and functions okay where do we get carnitine we mostly get carnitine from animal products specifically in meat higher in red meat and other animal foods so the body can manufacture carnitine if you get sufficient amounts of iron, vitamin B1, B6, pyridoxine, NAD, zinc, and amino acids like lysine, met met whoa, that word, methionine, when available, which, and also it needs vitamin C. But neither met methionine or lysine which are two key amino acids that the body needs to make carnitine are obtainable from vegetable sources in sufficient amounts which you can get some from some nuts or avocados but not in huge amounts this is why vegetarians and vegans are more likely to be deficient in carnitine due to those reasons methionine and lysines are still available and can be found in vegetables and plant-based products but not in the greater amounts that meat or other animal products would give but also if you eat a meat-based diet on the other hand but don't eat it frequently or fall or if you follow a low protein diet because of kidney issues like ckd so chronic kidney disease as well you could also be deficient so this is applicable for both sides for example, due to hemochromatosis, myself, I don't eat a diet rich in red meat, which has the highest amount of carnitine, like I said, but I still get some from eggs, poultry, fish, like wild cod fish, and some dairy products like New Zealand undenatured whey protein. And again, if that agrees with you, but I do believe that dairy retraining can be absolutely done through some specific key nutrients. But the synthesis of carnitine is dependent on a specific thing methylation of the amino acids of lysines and the cofactors that i mentioned above so we can see how things can escalate towards poor health outcomes from a simple nutrient deficiency production of creatine is also very important for methylation but again like today i'm not going to talk about creatine that's going to be for another episode creatine deficiency is another big problem in vegetarian and vegan as well so it is why supplementing with those two nutrients are extremely beneficial and vital which you get a lot of creatine from meat products especially in well in red meat specifically and it's your body is producing 
um, about so the the amounts for phosphatidylcholine and creatine takes about 70 percent of the methylation energy which is huge so either way supplementing with extra carnitine about like one to three milligrams or grams sorry a day may provide great benefit again always ask your doctor and before you make any changes to your diet or supplement regimen and so since carnitine is dependent on methylation again if you have methylation problems genetically or you're lacking other essential nutrients like methyl b12 b9 folate and other nutrients and key minerals then carnitine synthesis may not be happening efficiently even with adequate amounts coming in again if you eat grass-fed liver grass-fed beef inadequate amounts you are also getting a great amount of these cofactors for methylation this is why it makes it so much easier to get it from meat red meat in, in particularly nature again has given us the food that our bodies need so let's not make this complicated and just just keep variety variety is key this is why foundational nutrition is so important and you cannot skip this critical process you just cannot so the main function of carnitine is to help transport long chain fatty acid which get burned by the mitochondria the powerhouse of your energy system in all cells which is so important we need this which copper as well is very essential so if you don't have enough carnitine you cannot metabolize fat properly and you will struggle making energy period there's just no doubt so how about going on a keto diet and you're deficient in carnitine how do you think it's going to go you may have some some issues or how about if you are going to push fat metabolism fat burning caloric restriction detoxification or any anything that induces fat burning or oxidation in order to lose weight how is that going to go it, to me it's pretty obvious it's going to be pretty shitty uh, more likely so you cannot lose fat without carnitine so i think it's just make sure it's super important whether or not we're getting it from meat or we have to be supplementing with the adequate amount of the other cofactors and amino acids like lysine methionine that's why I'm a big fan of EAAs as well you can also be deficient in carnitine because of some pathogen overgrowth like yeast candida mold fungal and the reason why I say this is because they do tend to produce a lot of ammonia and which ammonia uses carnitine to get cleared out of the body it's just so important that we make sure that these nutrients are coming in there's another type of there's a couple there's two forms that are great acetyl l-carnitine which is more targeted towards the brain and nervous system and there's l-carnitine so those are the two best forms for supplementation the great thing with carnitine is that it's very beneficial at reducing risk cause from poor fat metabolism associated with diabetes non-alcoholic fatty liver which is so common nowadays and is not being diagnosed actually um, at all for its, uh, so many cases it's also great for its anti-aging effects especially acetyl l-carnitine particularly for the degeneration of the brain and the nervous system so it's also great at fighting oxidative stress which an iron overload issue for example is a great thing to have 
adequate amount of carnitine. And even some studies have shown great benefits for cognitive disorders and depression as well with acetyl-L-carnitine. This is a pretty important nutrient considering that it helps with oxidative stress, cognitive decline, fat metabolism, and it helps with blood sugar regulation. I mean, who does not have issue nowadays with blood sugar dysregulation? I don't know, but to me, it's only on the rise. So like any of the other conditions, heart problems being on the rise, uh, and so, same with cognitive problems. So I'm not too convinced on the whole fake meat movement at all, and it's quite alarming in my opinion. And that's me! So we don't have to agree, but I'm just critical thinking, right? The solution is to make sure that you get adequate amount of carnitine on a day-to-day -day basis. There's no question. Your body will not be deficient from any herbs, that I will say, <laughs> but it can certainly be deficient from carnitine and other foundational nutrients, vitamins, minerals. Any programs that do not address foundation will fail without a doubt. You can only push the body, keep that, that phrase into your mind, you can only push the body so far into nutritional starvation until it starts breaking down. Let me say it again. You can only push the body so far into nutritional starvation until it starts breaking down, which I'm super concerned with some potential lifestyle and way of living or that is being pushed on many people that are creating multiple deficiencies. This is why assessing the body's nutritional status from functional blood chemistry, genetics, knowing what actually works for your body, what you may be prone for more deficiency. Like myself, vitamin A deficiency. It's something that I spoke about in the previous episode. I don't convert my beta carotene really well into bioavailable vitamin A retinol. That's an issue. Same with your D, same with your zinc, same with your vitamin C. So all of these and phosphatidylcholine, which you need for all cells of the body, for the cell membrane. And so if you have issues with this, you're gonna have you're gonna struggle with bile, for example, which is so important for fat metabolism, metabolism, and breaking down and for detoxification. So again. Always consult with your physician before making any changes to your supplement regimen. This is it, friends. I hope that you found value from this episode. Until next time, thank you again for listening, and I wish you all great health. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Regen Biome Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to leave us a five-star review on iTunes because that's what helps us to be heard and to be seen. If you'd like to connect with me directly or seeking private one-on-one -on -one health coaching, or if you have any questions about this episode, please reach out to me directly through my website, regenbiome.com, or on Instagram at jeanfelixsircott underscore JFT. Thanks again, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.